All right, it's Thanksgiving week, and we're back with Listen to Lou. I'm so listening. <laughs> I'm listening. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, and today the topic, Dad, is music. Music? Yeah. What do I know about music? You know about it. Go along, okay? Okay. All right. Here's dogs kissing. Look, you said here's the dogs kissing. Get out. This isn't stuff, by the way. Come on. Yeah. So, what I find interesting with someone of your generation is that you were you've witnessed like records, a track, cassette. Yeah, seventy eights to forty fives. Yeah. Um, CDs and now digital. Correct. So I'm just curious. And now back to wax. Right. Right. Some people are getting yeah. the vinyl again. So I'm curious, what was the first record you purchased? I think an Elvis on 78. Okay. So what's 78? I'm like completely, is that the size of the? That was a thick plastic, big record about this big. And it had one song on each side. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah, and it was big. Um, what did music mean to you growing up? It was everything. We would listen to it. We had, I had, my uncle got me a little transistor, bull of a transistor radio. Yeah. It was like the size of my hand. It yeah. cost a couple hundred bucks. And my uncle got it for me. And I would listen to it on the bus when I could listen to music. Yeah. Because the AM stations in New York would play music. So we listened to Music on the bus. The first dance I ever, the first time I danced with a girl was with Joe Ellen, and I would say her last name, on 231st Street in the Bronx in her garage. And we were listening to probably an Elvis or a Chuck Berry song, and we were dancing fast. Didn't dance slow dances. I was going to ask you, like, who were. Who were your influences? Like, who did you listen to? Oh, Ricky. Ricky Nelson was like it. That Ricky, was it. Yeah, Ricky was our guy. But all the guys, listen, we all listened to the groups, too. So we would hang out on the street corner and mimic the, the songs that the groups did. Yeah. Then we would try to find the better place. We'd go down to the subway and sing in the subway. Or sing if somebody's had a big bathroom, we would go there. Or under the stairwell in an apartment. They got a better acoustical sound. That's cool. Were you musical? Did you play an instrument? They played nothing. We use doo-wop, I guess. We do, we're all doo-woppers, everybody. We yeah. all love this. Mostly mostly the black groups. Yeah. Okay. A couple of the white groups. But in those days, you didn't know if the group was black or white. Right. You couldn't tell because they played it on radio. And then the crossover started from black to white music. And they, the guys, we just loved the music. Was there any genre that you're like, yeah, I can't get into? Country Western sucks. <laughs> okay. Uh, when did you get an eight track and like, who was it? I think your mother might've gotten it. I don't, I, I don't, I never got, I went from third, I went from 78 to 33 to 45. I never got in. I don't think I got an eight track until I met your mother and maybe she got it. Okay. Cause I didn't have, I didn't have a way of playing eight track tapes. So I went to Hawaii. I was 20 years old. And I went to Hawaii and a singer, battery-operated record player. And I brought all my 33 to 3rd record, but the vinyl records with me, and my little singer, and I played them at the poolside yeah. at the hotel which I stayed at. And I was like the DJ at the poolside. I was this 20-year-old kid. I'd never been little, but it was the second time I was away from home. 
playing music at the uh, and, and latching onto all the girls who thought I was a little bit older. That's hilarious. No, it's always about the girls. Always about the girls. That's what music was about. Music got the girls. Because I like to dance. I like to dance. Okay. My friends were sports people. I didn't do sports. So okay. I would go to all the dances, 13, 14, 15 year old. I would meet girls and bring them back to the neighborhood. And then okay. we, then we, one of our friends had a nice uh, finished bass with his mother would chaperone. We played music and dance. Yeah. But none, these guys couldn't get find a girl, you know. I wouldn't say, but, you know. but anyway, so I would always get the girls. Okay. And I would bring the girls back. All right. So of the girls I brought back, Two of them in the marrying the guys I brought back. Oh, wow. two, two of the girls in the marrying guys that they met through me. Yeah, very yeah, cool. Because my friends couldn't do it without, you know, without, period. Um, I can't say that. Did you go to any concerts as a kid? No, I didn't have any money. Okay. Are you introduced. Yes, I take that back. I was in basic training in San Antonio, Texas. Okay. I was 20 years old. I went to see the Everly Brothers, who I love the Everly Brothers, because they were to cross over from country to rock. Don and Phil, the yeah. best. Right. Only concert I went to until you came along. Really? Yeah. There's no money. So you you did take me to many concerts. Why was it important that you that you take me to all these different concerts? Because I wanted to bond with you. Because you were on the crazy side like I was, so I knew you'd have a good time. You like music, so I'd have a good time. You introduced me to the Rolling Stones and the Chuck Berry. The best was the Rolling Stones. We had the convertible with the top yes. down. And your friend and I, we came from upstate New York to, to Hilton at night. Yeah. And we played the Rolling Stones the whole Candace, way down and sang. Yeah. Did your mom influence you with any music like you influenced me? My mom loved, my wife, my mom loved opera. My mom loved like Frank Sinatra, that type of music. Her and her friends. My mom was a single mother, okay? So her and her, she'd have her friends go over and they'd play some music. Yeah. yeah. Do you, did musicians in your day get involved in politics? And like, when do you see that changing? When did I get involved in politics? No, musicians. Like, oh, nobody did. Nobody talked about politics ever. Yeah. Maybe the during the Vietnam War. Yeah, probably, that's when that's it started. When it yeah, started. that's when, right. The anti war movement went into music, yeah. But prior to that, no, nah, nobody talked about politics. Everybody was just talking about having a good time. And yeah. Smoke weed, meet girls, you know. <laughs> Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Right. That's what it was about. Yeah. Okay. Though I've never touched any drug in my entire life. Right. Girls were not. Um, what do you think, if you, like, you can probably remember this, about, like, the whole, when Tipper Gore changed the whole camp, she had that campaign for sex. Yeah, yeah, to change, get the... Get the um, the sticker or whatever the, the the sex and stuff out of out of music. What did you, what did you think about that when that was going? I, mean, I think down? she was right. Yeah, because when I listened to music, it was it was no it was great music. We were dancing, you know, slow dance, fast dance. There wasn't the heavy sex stuff in the you know we weren't you weren't talking bad about women or you know it was fun. It was a great deal. Everybody loved it. Then it got to be really bad news, hardcore crap. And that was so. Tipper Core got involved, and she was right. That, I was, a few times the Democrat was right, but I give her credit. Right. I was going to ask you, like, what do you think about all this music that there's, like, N-word and swearing and derogatory towards women? And... Dude, don't matter to me. It's the stupid people that listen to it and buy the records. Yeah. Well, I think it's ridiculous. I think white people are stupid. <laughs> it's not a white and black thing, Dad. The white people spend the money. They produce the records most of the time. They own the companies. They're right. producing crap. They're polluting these kids. 
should be ashamed of themselves. Okay. What do you listen to now? Motown, baby. I love Motown. You love Motown? Absolutely. Uh, on XM Radio, I listen to Soul Town. Okay, but that's a that's a that's a mix of soul and Motown music together. Uh, Uncle Mike Rossi, he sends me all the tapes he makes because he likes the the the, uh, the doo-wop plus the Motown yeah. stuff. So that's why I listen. To. I was gonna. My ask music you. stopped about 1972. That's it. Done. done. Man. I'm done. You I'm don't done. listen to anything new. Other than the Stones, yeah. How are you listening to music? Like, how, what's your XM. device? XM. Yeah. Do you do like on the on your um, on in your car? Do you have XM? Yeah, that's why I have the XM in the car. Do you do you stream music? No. Do you watch the music? No, because your mother doesn't YouTube? like music. Doesn't like stuff loud. I like music loud. Yeah. She doesn't like it. So if she's not in the house, then I'll do it. I'll play it loud. Um, where do you think? Because your mother's six years older. She like Frank Sinatra. I mean, she liked all the older shit. You know, she didn't come into rock and roll till she was about nineteen or twenty. I was listening to rock and roll when I was twelve. Yeah, rock and roll has definitely changed, though. Like rock and roll now is—you wouldn't even. I don't even know what it is. That's why I stopped. Seventy-one, seventy-two. I'm done. For after the first Beatles album, I was done with the Beatles. Why? Because they they went to the psychedelic crap. They were rock and roll with the first one, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. I listed that on my friend Hal's house first time. But at, he, this is another guy, I was like 22. He got me into this Latin music. I love Latin music or Afro Latin music. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Who, if you were to say, like, okay, there is like one artist, band, what have you, that like changed everything? Beatles, The Stones. Yeah. Elvis? Oh, Elvis would, the, oh, Elvis was the, is the king. Yeah. But Elvis, to his credit, he said it many times, he thanked the early black musicians right. for giving him the sound and the, and the beat and stuff. He just mimicked what they were already doing. But no white guy had ever done that. No white guy had ever moved his body singing until Elvis came along. Remember when he was on the Ed Sullivan show, the camera would only show him above the waist because he was shaking below the waist. Yeah. Yeah, that's nowadays. The African-American contribution to the music in this country is tremendous. From jazz to rock, I mean, it's huge. Where do you think music is going? Yeah, I don't know, because I don't listen. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, with the news, I don't know where it's going. So I'm, I'm done in 71. I'm done. You're done. Yeah. I always tell people, our generation is going to have Elvis in the nursing homes. Like, you walk down the hall of the nursing homes. Yeah. You're going to be listening to the Stones, the Elvis. That's going to be the music over in the halls. Mom listens to Sean Mendes. Well, your mother, your has continued. Your mother's a whole different person. Right. You ask me. Are you interviewing your mother and me? This is the Listen to Lou show. Okay. All right. So stop about your mother already, okay? So my, I'm saying we, my generation gets to the nursing home. They're gonna be listening. They're gonna be playing rock and roll from the '60s to the '70s in the hall. You know. Do wops. Yeah, that's gonna be our music. All right. That's it today, Dad. It was about music. I said I didn't think I knew anything about music. And there you go. You gave your little spiel about it. All right. I'm done. I'll talk to you on Thursday. Okay.